Hi, this is the Mentoring Lab Podcast, where we create a work BFF mentoring movement, one episode at a time. Here are your hosts, Sarah and Kelly. Welcome to the Mentoring Lab Podcast. I'm Sarah. And I'm Kelly. All right, guys. So if you're new to our podcast, which I'm sure most of you are because this is only episode three, let me fill you in on a weekly podcast tradition um, that Kelly and I decided we wanted to do to get our uh, our middle of the week going, our sublatory shot of whiskey. Um We think it's really important to celebrate our wins and losses for each week. Um, No matter how little they are, it's just important to recognize them, to be excited about them, and then also celebrate our losses, which in turn are really lessons learned to help us develop and grow better. So we like to share ours each week with you, and then we toast with a shot. So Kelly, are you ready? Yes, 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 I am. However, Sarah, I think it would be most appropriate to invite our friends to celebrate with us for our toast and our shot. So friends out there, go grab your favorite whiskey and a shot glass and join us as we explore a new whiskey each week. And we would love to know what is your favorite, preferred or recommended whiskey, because this is not something that we've always done. We are very new to this um I want to say genre is genre, right? Genre um, of whiskey. So we're, we normally enjoy a nice glass of wine. So stepping into this whiskey world is new to us. And um, we would look forward to getting your recommendations of the um, many kinds that are out there to try. So if you have them, send them in to us and we'll check them out. Okay. Are y'all ready? So it is time for our whiskey Wednesday shot. Um, before we get into that, Kelly, if you could share what was your win and what was your loss for the week? All righty, Sarah. So my win is that I have been working out consistently and I'm very excited about that. It's been four weeks now and I'm feeling really good. I I know I got the energy (laughs) and, and I'm just feeling stronger. So I feel great. And then my loss, this is kind of funny, um, or my lesson learned is, um, not reading the instructions when making teeth impressions <laughs> for liners. So um, I'm one of those that I just jump right into things and gloss over the instructions. And um, well, let's just say I hope that they're salvageable. And in a few days, I'll get a note and they'll let me know whether they were able to use them or if I have to do them again. So that was my lesson learned. Sometimes it's really important to read those directions. So what was so- yours? Go ahead. Oh, so I just want to jump in and say, so there's two types of people in this world, right? The people who read the instructions and the people who don't. And <laughs> right, right. right. So right. I think it's funny. So you're the you're the you're the person who doesn't. And I was like, oh my gosh, I read the instructions for everything. And that's my first question when something doesn't work right or someone gets confused. I'm like, well, what did the directions say? What did the instructions say? So um, I guess that's why we complement each other, right? That's right. That's Opposites. right. Opposites attract. Okay. So my win for the week was I actually got a really nice surprise. I actually got mail this week. That was a that was a big win. Regular mail, got some bills. Um, haven't had mail in a couple of weeks. Don't know what's going on there, but I got a really nice surprise from a special someone. Um, it was a little care package, had a really nice book in there, um, and some other goodies and a really nice card. So Thank you very much, Kelly, for that. That was really nice. Um, My pleasure. (laughs) That's always nice to get some um, good email like that. And then my 
loss for the week, um, or a lesson learned rather, which I was explaining to you earlier, is I really need to stop Googling worst case scenarios. So um, as I was just saying, don't want to get too much into it, but my 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 beloved Koba, my cat is getting his teeth clean today. And of course, I have to Google all the worst things that could possibly happen. <laughs> and my mind just starts to get just filled with all this negative stuff that more than likely 99% chance won't happen. Um, and that's what you were telling me is to stop doing that, stop worrying about things you can't control. Um, so that is some great advice. And um, that is a really big lesson learned for me this week because that's all I've done for the past several days. It's just Googled stuff and worried myself t- to death over things I have no control over. So, all right. So everyone, let's raise our glasses together. Here's to our wins. Here's to our losses. Here's to one day being our own bosses. Cheers. Cheers. Oh my gosh, that was delicious. Woo! Delicious. Woo! Yum, 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 yum. I say yum, 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 yum. And you're making this sour (laughs) puss face. (laughs) I love it. Oh my goodness. Um, So friends, we've been doing this um, Whiskey Wednesday for a few weeks now. And um, like I said, it's not something that we normally do. And every single time I get that reaction. Uh, I think a couple of times I've had um, some, oh, that was yummy. But most times it's um, it's just <laughs> different. And we're, we're not chasing it with anything. We're just drinking a mm. shot of raw whiskey. So anyway, woo! All right, I'm ready to get started. Right. Are you? <laughs> Let's get started. I am. Yep, I'm. I'm warmed up now. Got that shot pulsing through me. So uh, today is a really good topic because we're still very early into the new year, 2021, um, early in February, and we're going to be talking about um, talking about excuse me, resolutions versus goals. That's right. So Sarah, let me ask you to jumpstart this conversation. Can you guess what the percentage of people that have stopped their New Year's resolution is? So stopped it by what, like this time? Oh, yeah. Every yeah, year? Yeah, by this time. Okay. Yeah, by, by February. What's the percentage of people? By February. Yeah, February, yeah. I would have to say my wild guess would be at least 50% of people. No, my friend. Can you believe Ooh. it's 80% of the people that have made a New Year's resolution have stopped it by this time? So um, there's actually a campaign that's going on called um, No Resolutions. Have you heard about that? I actually did see that hashtag on Instagram, but I haven't clicked on it. So tell me, what what is that about? It's don't make a resolution. Don't make resolutions. Okay. Make a lifestyle change. Don't make a resolution. Don't make a resolution oh. to um, lose weight or quit smoking or quit drinking or whatever. Um, it's more um, just make a lifestyle change, you know, and actually this a really good segue into what we're going to talk about today with goals and resolutions. So a resolution is like the big overarching thing that you want to do. And the goals are the things that you have to do to achieve that big overarching thing, the commitment that you make to yourself. For example, I'm going to use healthy because that's something that everyone can relate to. So I may make a resolution saying I want to lose 30 pounds. Well, that's not a resolution. That's a goal. The resolution is I want to get healthy and healthy is different for everyone. For some people, it's losing weight. For some people, it's gaining weight. For some people, it's changing what you eat. For some people, it's starting to exercise 30 minutes a day for five days a week or something like that. So the key thing is people will commit to a big overarching thing. And then by February-ish, it tends to fade off. But if you commit to a lifestyle change and you 
put goals to it. For example, I want to lose 30 pounds. Okay, I want to lose 30 pounds by when? I want to lose 30 pounds by June. Okay, so how many pounds a month am I trying to lose? You know, maybe eight to 10. So I've got to break that down to, so that's like roughly two pounds a week, right? So what do I need to do different to lose two pounds a week? I can't just speak it into the universe and it magically happens. <laughs> really? <laughs> I wish, I wish. <laughs> I wish it too, but it doesn't work like that. So you have to put action to the goals. So if I want to lose two pounds a week, what am I going to do to try to lose two pounds a week? Well, mm-hmm. I need to figure out, you know, depending on what my goal is, it, do I need to change my, what I eat? Do I need to exercise? And if so, when am I going to exercise and put that on the calendar and make a date with myself that at 6am every day, I'm going to work out for 30 minutes, whatever it may be. I'm going to commit to this new workout program. I'm going to run, I'm going to walk, I'm going to bike, whatever it may be. Um, and then also, you know, because weight loss comes not just from exercise, it comes from what you put in your body. So you also have to change what you eat. I can, I could work out for six hours a day, but I'm still eating, if I'm still eating the Popeye's fried chicken or the McDonald's Big Mac or the pizza, and I'm not saying that you can't ever have those things, but mm-hmm. if you want to lose the weight, you have to make some sacrifices for um, short-term pain for long-term gain, right? So it's so, kind of, so it's kind of like, Oh, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I was going to say, so I read somewhere that that resolutions, so going off what you just said, so resolutions are actually kind of like jumping to the end of your story, whereas the goals are the narrative of how you're going to get to that end. So doing those things, changing your life, like you were saying, the lifestyle. So the resolutions are the end of your story is being healthier, but then the goals are actually what you're going to do in order to get there. So helping you move along your narrative, right? Right. Exactly. Spot on. Okay. So, and you just reminded me of a fantastic podcast I heard um, in the spring of last year, it was early into the pandemic and it was um, John Gordon, who's an author And it's his podcast, um, Positive University. And he had Matthew McConaughey. Dreamy, 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 right? Oh, I love, I love me some Matthew McConaughey. I know, right? So he, (laughs) he said some profound things that really resonated with me. And it was so spot on. And at that point in time, we had all been in this pandemic, not knowing what the future was going to look like. But he had said, Mm -hmm. view this as an opportunity this is an opportunity where you are at home with your loved ones. So um, build your relationship with, you know, have more cuddle time with your spouse, you know, do more things with your kids, get more engaged, you know, just have more fun with them, playing games, doing puzzles, whatever. Um, Focus on some goals, on those things that have been in your bucket list or your to-do list that you've been wanting to do, you know, like starting a podcast or um, starting a company (laughs) or writing a book or, you know, whatever it may be. So those things that have been on your, I'm going to get to that someday, use this time as an opportunity to pursue those things. And if you come, what he said that really resonated me is you are given such an opportunity here to focus on doing some things and getting things done. Don't let this pandemic hold you down. Use it as an opportunity opportunity to go forward. And if you come out of this pandemic in a different place than when you went into it, then you have achieved, you have done something good. And um, that just really resonated with me. You know, some people I know have really, really taken advantage of this opportunity and they're fitter and stronger and healthier than they've ever been. So um, we don't know how long we're going to be in this thing. You know, I, mm-hmm. when I left work that day, I thought it was for two weeks and here we are almost a year into it. So I don't know how long we're going to be in this um, maximum telework environment. 
But while we're in it, I am doing just as he said, I'm leveraging this opportunity to pursue those goals that, you know, I've had on my to-do list to, um, to, to make happen. Yeah, that is crazy to think that you listen to that almost, almost a year ago. And here we are a year later. And right, like you and I still full time working from home as many as a lot of uh, America is as some people throughout the world are right now, too. Um, So even what he's saying almost a year ago is still very valid, you know, and today, because I know for you and I will probably continue to be working um, from home, at least through the summer until some, uh, you know, the vaccine gets more down to, I guess, whatever level you and I would be would maybe would be the last, (laughs) the last group to get it. So um, I know that really resonates with me as well. And I know I'm really trying to plan out at least think, okay, the next five or six months for me personally, I'm going to be working from home. I want to take more advantage of it because I know 2020 was going to be my year. I was having a milestone birthday, a milestone anniversary, all this great stuff was going to happen. Two months into it, the world just changed. Um, it would seem like for us almost overnight, but it you know had been months in the making. And then I broke my foot and then I kept suffering severe allergy reactions. And then it was just like one thing after another. Every time I tried to take a step forward, something back held me. So I'm like, you know what? This is a whole new brand new, brand new year. I'm going to take what I wanted to do last year. And and I'm going to make that, you know, my goals again for this year. And damn, I'm like determined more than ever to hit them. So I'm curious. I know you're really big into planning like your yearly goals. What tools would you recommend um, for listeners to use in order to do that and to move forward or taking advantage of the time that we have right now? I would say, you know, everyone is different and everyone um, accomplishes these things in their own unique way. And I'm very visual. I like to see things. So for Mm -hmm. me, a vision board is really phenomenal because I cut those pictures out. I put those goals on a poster board. I hang it on the wall. So I see it every day and I'm visually reminded that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm striving for. Because if I write it in a book and I put it on the shelf, well, then that goal stays on the shelf. And and over time, I'll forget about it. So a vision board is a good thing. You know, I have an addiction to planners. So I would recommend- Yes, I do. (laughs) (laughs) I would recommend like um, a goal planner. There's plenty of different planners out there. And some of them are specific Mm -hmm. just to goals. So a goal planner where you write out your goal and the specific steps, because it really makes you think, okay, if I want to achieve this, what do I need to do to accomplish that goal? So a goal planner or Sarah, as you introduced um, a couple months back in another workshop is the wheel of life tool where you take a look at um, the, I'm going to ask you to go into it because it was a couple months ago, okay. but like you look at these eight categories and you identify yes. the areas where you could use some improvement or development. So um well, tell our listeners a little bit a little bit about that wheel of life. So I absolutely love the wheel of life, or it's also known as the balance wheel. And it's actually one of my favorite tools that I use for myself personally with goal planning, as well as recommend for others. It's um, for several different reasons, mostly because it's so simple to use. And it, like you were saying, it gives a holistic view of your entire life. So maybe when it comes to goal setting, resolution setting, you don't know where to start because there's so many different areas of your life. Or maybe you have too many goals in mind and you need to like focus, which I tend to do where I just want to do so many things, but there's so many hours in a day. So sometimes I get a little ahead of myself with my goals. So essentially what the will life is or the balance will, it's just a big circle for those who are not familiar. And it's a big circle and it's divided into 
eight equal categories or pieces of pie rather. And we'll actually um, have in our show notes, if you're interested in getting this worksheet, um, you can shoot us an email and we will send the worksheet with you uh, along with some additional questions to ask yourself as you're going through this. So it's a circle, eight equal categories, pieces of pie. So the eight categories are the major life categories. So we're talking career, family, friends, significant other, fun, recreation. That's one category, health, money, personal growth, and physical environment. Now, I want to circle back to family and friends really quickly is you can, um, again, this is eight equal categories, but a lot of times I do encourage people to separate the family and friends category because I like to joke and say sometimes family is great, friends suck, or <laughs> friends are great, and sometimes family can suck, right? That Let's be real. So you want to maybe keep them separately to rate them separately because you're going to have different relationships with both. So the whole idea is you look at the eight or nine categories and you're going to rate them one to 10. One is very dissatisfied. It's your your current state of how you're feeling. And 10 is fully satisfied. And you're going to go through each category and you're going to write down the number. And again, when I'm mentoring someone or if I'm doing this in a workshop, I like to encourage um, the participants or my mentees to write down the number and circle it and write the date that you completed it. So maybe next time I'd like to encourage you to go back every three months and revisit your wheel and revisit the score and score yourself to see if you're going up um, anymore in the score of where you're trying to go. So again, you're scoring one to 10, one very dissatisfied, 10 fully satisfied. And I encourage you, use the first number that comes, in comes into mind, not the number you think you should be, I, um, we're all unique. There's no right or wrong answer when it comes to your will. No one's perfect. No one is going to have complete balance or perfection or satisfaction in all areas, right? Because if your life is anything like mine, whenever I stop and I'm like, wow, things are going great, um, things are almost perfect. Damn, if something does not fall out of the sky and just change change that right on its head. And um, also to keep in mind that responses are going to vary depending on our age and our stages of life. So you go through, you're going to score each category, and that's when the honest self-reflection work really starts. And the first thing you need to do is look at your wheel and how does it make you feel? And one of the reasons why they call it a balanced wheel is because if you're doing it on actual worksheet, or even if you're drawing it out on a piece of paper, you're writing the scores, um, excuse me, you're going to plot on the, on the lines in the category. So one starts in the middle of the circle, 10 goes to the outer edge. And what you do is you put the dot in each of those categories and you connect the dots. So when you connect them, does it look like a almost a perfect circle going around? So is your life nice and balanced or is it bumpy? You know, did you score high in some areas, score low in other areas? And it's like would be just a rocky a rocky ride if that were to be a wheel or does it look like a crazy spider web is it all over the place so you just need to really take a look at it ask yourself how do you feel and then that's when i encourage mentees to pick three areas start with three areas that you feel most dissatisfied or most out of balance and when you're ready to make a change that you're ready to make a change in right then and there so, Sarah, when you had me do this a few months ago, um, I don't have the sheet in front of me because it's in the office, but um, I do remember that my three categories were health, finances, and fun. And health, I am I know exactly why health, because obviously I was affected by this COVID environment. And I, literally, I was, or the pandemic, I should say, not the COVID environment, but the pandemic I was paralyzed at first. I didn't, there was so much uncertainty. So I just could not get myself motivated and energized to do anything. So I put mm -hmm. on a, you know, a few extra pounds. So I wanted to 
um, get my health back on track. And um, so far, I'm doing good with that. And finances, I'm in a stage in my career where, you know, 10 years out, I'm eligible to retire. So I want to make sure that I'm in a financial situation where I can retire and fun. You know, I just want to find more ways to have more fun in my life. I have worked since I was 13 years old, worked and worked and worked and worked. So I'm like, you know, I've got to start having some fun um, and not just intermittently and not if it just happens to fall into my lap, but have some deliberate fun. So um, my score, I'm going to focus on on health because that's the one that is most um, prevalent in my face right now is um, I scored four out of 10 because I wasn't feeling really satisfied with where my health was. And for me, health is not um, illness. Health is having extra pounds that I want to get rid of because mm-hmm. I, um, I'm actually in very good health. I, I love going to the doctors because I love it when he says, you are my only patient in your age category that is not on medication. So I feel... <laughs> <laughs> The words that every woman wants to hear, right? That's right. That's right. So I love going to the doctors just to hear that because I'm like, you know, anyway, so, but I, but then he does say, well, you know, you're, you're approaching that line. So you may want to change your diet and blah, blah, blah. So I know when I go to see him this year, I'll hear the same thing. So I want to, um, like we talked about before, lose some weight. And I would really like to, in six months, instead of being a four out of 10, maybe beat it at an eight out of 10. And if I'm consistent and stay focused on you know, my resolution, which is to get healthy, and then my goal, which is mm-hmm. to lose some weight, then I just might get there. That's awesome. So yeah, so like Kelly was saying, um, when she did the wheel, her her health score for the health category is four out of 10. And she picked six months um, to be an eight out of a 10. So again, you would go as a listener, go and do this for each of the categories. Just score them, repeat the process um, where you're currently at and where you want to be at. And you can do it in three months, six months, um, up to a year increments of what's your ideal number to be at, your level of satisfaction, your level of happiness, so to speak. And then you really start the goal planning process from there. What is it going to take? So Kelly, if I was to ask you in six months, you want to be an eight out of a 10, what is one thing you can do now to help move that score um, from your four to your eight? What is one? What's one of the goals? you're going to do? I'm commit to a fitness program. And that's what I've done. Okay. It's, it's right okay. now I'm in this nine week program. And um, then after that one ends, I'll either do it again, or I'll pick another one. But it's not just fitness, like we said before that, or maybe we didn't mm-hmm. say it, that it's, um, what is it? 80% is in the kitchen and 20% is in the gym. You know, so mm-hmm. I have to also look at what I'm eating. If I work out every day right. and I'm still eating, can't out train a bad diet. Right, that's it. Can't out train a bad diet. So, um, so, so that would be one example there. So, um, let's go ahead and wrap up, if um, that's okay with you. So, I was just thinking about our conversation today, and what I would like to Um, wrap up with for our listeners is it's still early in 2021. It's only February. So if you started a resolution and have called it quits or you're about to call it quits, don't, you know, you still have the opportunity. You still can do this. Just, you know, get, make a vision board, make a goal planner, whatever it is that you need to do, get this, um, wheel balance, life wheel balance, um, worksheet that Sarah has offered to email to you, get that and start. I mean, To me, that is one step towards getting to where you want to be. So um, even if you've fallen off the track, 
get back on the track and, you know, get mm-hmm. things aligned and you can still do it. The year is not over. We're still very much into the year and it's not just a time limited lifestyle change. It's a lifestyle change. So the other thing is I'll say is um, don't try to eat the elephant in one bite. Take one success and one step at a time and you can get there. And um, what are you laughing at me for? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Just that saying, like we've had a conversation of weird sayings and it's like, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? But no, that is a great analogy for for um, tackling a goal. And I think the will of life does that because you have the categories and then you're and then you make the goals or, you know, in between for each of those categories of how you're going to get to, you know, look at the categories as a resolution Um one big resolution for each of the eight categories, you know, health, be have a healthier lifestyle, and then all the goals falls underneath of it. So that's how you're getting to that, that big healthy elephant, right, is one goal at a time that falls underneath. So um, like Kelly just said, if you'd like a copy of the Will of Life worksheet, just send us an email at host at the mentoringlab.com. And as always, thank you for listening. You can subscribe to listen to us on Spotify, iTunes, Podbean, and Stitcher. We would like to hear from you. So please, please drop us a comment on our Facebook or Instagram, the Mentoring Lab podcast page. Be safe, be positive, and tune in next week. 